I'm CJ Peterson, and welcome to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. Today, my guest is a unique character. His name is Brimstone, and we're talking about a foundation of strength. Thank you for coming on today, Brimstone. Finally, Brimstone has made it to The Journey is Real. Absolutely <laughs> psyched. Very, very, very psyched to be here with you, CJ. And, what, and I have to put this out there. Before you and I actually met, uh, in person, we were going back and forth in email, and I made the absolute horrible mistake of assuming that you were a male, and I apologize. <laughs> On your platform here and everywhere else and thereafter, everyone knows I bow to CJ. I apologize for that mistake that I made. So uh, proceed. I mean <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I had to, I had to, to do that uh, apology publicly. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, people do kind of assume it, but if they've been to the website at all, they're going to see my face is all over it. So. <laughs> it's, it's crazy it because, you know, people don't look. And, and I, honestly, I'm guilty of it because when I went there, I was just poking around and uh, what do you call it? And I wasn't looking. I just looked to see to make sure everything was there and legit. And, uh, you know, when I was like, oh, this is great. Everything looks good. And I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> so I do apologize. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate it. Um, you've had an exciting past. Um, could you please share with those listening, you know, about your career so far and what, because the journey is real is all about the journey as well as the passion. And we want to know your story behind it. Of course. What do you call it? Um, you know, the, the fact of the matter is I've been in, in the industry. I've been in entertainment um, since I'm five years old. So I started wow. out on Sesame Street and Romper Room, oh, toured no the way. world in music. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Toured the world in music, toured the world in professional wrestling. Uh, I'm an actor, an author, comic book character. Um, what do you call it? I own Hound Comics, St. Hound Entertainment Group, I'm a publisher, uh, just like yourself. Um, what do you call it? I've done pretty much everything there is to do uh, in entertainment that that um, you know that I'd like to do, and, I, and I'm still finding new things. You know what I mean? I, I have a, a, a nice little edge uh, that I've carved out in the foodie world. Um, oh, really? Pretty much, yeah. Whatever, whatever. What is it, that, what, what is it that you do in the food world? Um, so I did, I did, I did a show called uh, Food Hound Tidbits for three seasons. Uh, so what do you call it? So while I was on tour signing at the uh, major comic book uh, conventions and all that jazz, uh, what do you call it? I wound up saying to my uh, director of, of, uh, of marketing at the time, I said, look, I'm not going to be sitting in a train plane and automobile and a convention center and so forth and, and you know, not see where I'm traveling to. Uh, so what do you call it? He's like, well, wh what do you want to do? What do you, what, you know, what do you expect to do? I said, well, I like to eat. Let's do something surrounded about I mean. food. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's do something foody. And uh, you know, sure, sure enough, we came up with this thing, food hound tidbits. So when we went into every single area, and we're talking about all around the, the, the country and around the world, and um, you know, we go to these big cities and these small towns, and we find uh, well, we found the uh, you know the five star restaurants and the best mom and pop hot dog shops. You know what I mean? And we would do, uh, you know, the videos out there. And this was before, you know, all the foodie stuff was so huge on YouTube and all that jazz. So, uh, you know, it, we etched out a little place there and uh, I wound up coming out with my own sauce and seasoning line, all award winning. Uh, I have wow. my own coffee line, I have candy line. Um, what do you call it? I do all the, um, I do celebrity judging for uh, a ton of different foodie events. As a matter of fact, this, uh, this coming week, I'm doing Brisket King. I have, uh, you know, Pig Islands, you know what I mean? Like a whole bunch, you name it, I've done it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that that really got me, um, you know, involved in the, the foodie world. And, uh, you know, I love it because, you know, my, my, my 
you know, midsection doesn't love it, but <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> well, let's you kind of experience, I mean, the U.S. is a melting pot, let's face it. Yeah. Um, there's so many different cultures that are mixed in within oh, yeah. the United States that when you hit certain areas, there's a certain food that usually raises to the top and it lets you experience that area's culture a little bit oh, yeah. different with each place that you go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, and, and it's just the people's <clears throat> passions also, you know, like showing, showing you, this is, this is what I do. Like when you come in and they go, this, this is, you know, this is us, you know what I mean? And uh, they showed us around, they, you know, this is just on a plate. And um, the, the cool thing about the show is food hound tidbits is that it was little tidbits of information. So it wasn't just about the food. It was also about the location, the people behind the location. Um, we went to, to so many different cool spots that, um, you know, just, it would spin your head. Um, one of them was a, um, uh, oh my goodness, a, a haunted, a haunted distillery. Um, I mean, which, which we actually oh. saw things. It, oh, so many, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you name it, we did it. And it was just so much fun. Um, and what do you call it? And, and yeah, I would do it again. Um, I have been in talks with a couple of different people about maybe reprising uh, Food Hound Tidbits, but in a slightly different manner. So we'll see what happens there. And, you know, and, and I have other things going on in the foodie world, even on I do the Grindhouse Radio on uh, iHeart. We're on about 30 other networks syndicated worldwide. And um, nice. we're, we're doing um, right now, we do between three and a half to four million listeners weekly. And, um, you know, it's it's just opened up so many other doors outside of what doors were already open. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we did, myself and one of my co-hosts, Kim, the reason why I'm saying this is that we had, um, we started doing uh, for our love of food, uh, Savor the Flavor, which is a, a small little uh, segment on the greater show. So uh, now that has started to grow legs. And now we're dealing with a tremendous amount of different uh, companies in the foodie world and rebuilding into uh, what may turn out to be another TV series that we're working on. So knock on wood, we'll see what happens and uh, you know, hopefully it'll work out well. Well, I'm kind of fascinated about one of the ventures that you kind of ventured into and you, you just kind of skimmed right over it, but you're kind of known for it, the wrestling world. Can you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that? So, um, you know, I was, I was very big with music uh, for many, many years. There is, there's a reason for me telling you that. Um, and, uh, you know, after a while, you know, when you're, when you're in a, any situation, whether it's a band, whether it's, uh, you know, a team, whether it's, you know, uh, a show, whatever you're doing, you know, a business, you have, you know, if you have partners, it's, it's like being in a marriage and, you know, uh, you're married. So you understand, I'm sure your husband understands with your schedule, being in a marriage sometimes is difficult, you know, and, uh, now try being in a four or five way marriage. So, you know, for me, um, I was getting sick of everybody. It's not going to no, happen. <laughs> no. Um, and, and as you know, um, you know, I'm a go-getter. I'm out there. I'm constantly and consistently moving. Um, you know, so, you know, for me, uh, back when, you know, I was young, I was hungry and, um, you know, I had a different approach. I was go-getter and other people were kind of just like sit back and, you know, I just want to live in a van for the rest of my life. Well, that's not what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, I decided, uh, you know, I'm sick of a five-way marriage and an opportunity came about without giving the whole, you know, rigmarole and story, but an opportunity came about for me to start training and I wound up training and, uh, 
you know, that's where the Brimstone name came from. And, um, you know, from there on in, that's been my career. Uh, I am Brimstone. Everybody calls me Brim when they get to know me. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and rather than being a, uh, you know, a big scary guy from hell, which was the gimmick. <laughs> and mind you, mind you, and, but people. But you seem like in the emails, you seem like just a real softy. <laughs> I, I, you know, I try to be. And, and you know, listen, just don't, don't piss me off and we're okay. <laughs> but, no, we're you know, you know, you know but, so we're good. We're good. Um, you know, at the well, end of the I'm day, Texan, so I'm on the same thing. Don't tick me off, or we're both right. People. Yeah, you know, we're we're good. We're happy. Everybody's good. You know, um, you know, just just don't do anything stupid, and we're all right. You know, but yeah. um, you know, the the whole thing with uh, you know, with with professional wrestling is um, you know, I uh, and what I've learned from my music history uh, and and everything I did prior, you know, um, I knew that marketing and and uh, sales was a huge huge aspect in anything, building and branding. Um, so, you know, I knew that whatever name I took was going to be the foundation of anything I did in the future if this was to succeed and was to work. Because, you know, I was worrying about, it was me. So rather than being in a team, worrying about four or five other people at that time, I knew I had to just worry about me. Um, and I was establishing myself as a solo guy and that was it. Which, funny enough, I wound up becoming, you know, a tag team and, you know, dealing with other, you know, and, and uh, you know, but- You were still <laughs> Yeah, but you know, because I, you know, at that point I still loved people. No, I'm just kidding. I still love people. Um, you know, so we wound up doing, um, you know, in 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 uh, the wrestling world. Uh, you know, I wound up uh, taking the name Brimstone. And uh, what's really funny about that, and I was going to say it earlier, was, you know, I, I, I'm a Jewish guy. What do you call it? And Jews don't believe in hell. So people didn't realize as it was a big joke. <laughs> yeah, it was a big joke because so. Everybody's, oh, you know, I, I've had people that, you know, over the years, the one thing that I didn't think of, because again, I wanted a tough name, I wanted a strong name, but I also wanted a brand, brandable name, um, you know, and the one thing that that does hurt here and there is the fact that, you know, certain companies, you know, are a little intimidated by the name, but, you know, I'm, you know, so, and they're like, oh, it was hell, and blah, 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 I'm like, listen, that was a gimmick years ago, and I'm a Jewish guy. I don't believe in hell. We don't believe in hell. So, you know, it's, it's just a gimmick, you know, um, but you know, other people, people don't, you know, they're very, very, um, you know, careful about their brands as am I. So I understand. Um, but you know, it's, it, but I also deal with companies like Kikoman um, and, and Main and Tail and you know what I mean? And, and Hometics and you know what I mean? All these different family companies and Wendy's, you know, so like for me, um, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't hurt too much. You know what I mean? Cause they know it was just a gimmick. He's a big guy, he's a tough guy, he's a sweet guy. And the most important thing about me is that I'm authentic. I don't BS, I'm, you know, what you see is what you get. Um, and, and you know, I'm always there to help people out, lift people up and try to pe- bring people to the next level. And I know you and I discussed a little bit of, you know, um, you know, my history with how I got to, you know, certain places and then trying to bring people up along with me because it's always the right thing to do. You know right. what I mean? Can't always be all about you, right? Right. And the more people that you help, the more people, you know, can get their story out. You've had, we've already talked about your kind of eclectic mix of, you know, what all Brimstone and his name encompasses and your past and everything. And the entertainment industry, it kind of has a little bit of a bad name sometimes. What are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way that helped you stay kind of above the ugly of entertainment? There's no way to stay above the ugly. Um, the problem is not me personally. I, I, I didn't do any ugly stuff, but you know, when, when you're, you're talking about being around and being around people, the, the problem is, is in, in um, 
and you got to understand this is every industry you know what i mean it's it's you know every it's industry the, good, the bad and the ugly and everything. yeah yeah it's like same pasture you know different pastures same manure you know what i mean that's the way I, i've always looked mm -hmm. at it and um you know there's always going to be that person or those people who are either going to try to take advantage of you they're going to try to um you know hit you while you're down they're going to try to knock you down they're going to try to um you know take from you, you know, whatever, whatever it is, there's people out there that are they're just bad people and there's nothing you can do about it. And no matter how good you are and how much you could give the shirt off your back and they still want more. Um, that's just the way life is, unfortunately. Um, however, you know, you have to be able to be smarter and rise above that. And every time you get knocked down, you have to take that as a failure and you got to accept failure as a positive thing. I made a mistake. I need to take that mistake, learn from it, and move forward. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm I'm guilty. I've I've made a couple of big mistakes. I've I've worked with a couple of people that um along the way that just it wasn't smart for me to work with. I didn't know. It seemed okay at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you can you can sniff uh, uh you know that milk carton, but if you have a bad uh, sniffer, you might wind up drinking it and find out that it's not so good. You know. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, there's there's um you know there are bad people out there, and there's nothing you can do about it. So learn from your mistakes, keep a, a you know, a, um, an open eye. You know what I mean? Uh, my mother always used to say that, that um, moms especially have eyes behind their heads. They yes. always know what's, they always know what's going on. And uh, question they don't already know the answer to. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, for me, you know, I try to, to be a guy that now has the eyes behind my head and, you know, watch it and make sure nobody's trying to stab me in the back. Because when you get to a certain level also, everybody wants a piece. And what's really funny is that back when, in the wrestling world, uh, when when I did the, um, I was in a, a, a small thing called Critical Mass, uh, which apparently, you know, people still talk about, which is great, thank you. Um, but what do you call it? Uh, it was a small faction. And, um, you know, our, our thing, one of our shirts, it said, everyone wants a piece, you know what I mean? So funny enough that, you know, it was like foreshadowing into the future. And you say, oh, wow, you know, everybody does want a piece. When you have any kind of success and any kind of celebrity um, doesn't, the, People come out of the woodwork, you know what I mean, <laughs> and 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 that's okay, you know what I mean. But sometimes those people that come out of the woodwork are good people. Some of them, and a lot of them, are not so good. So right. you just have to watch out for yourself, and that goes for anything. If you're doing, you, you know, you're in business, um, you know, taking on the right partner, you know what I mean. It's it is what it is. So a lot of people, unfortunately, and especially nowadays, um, they're out for themselves, and and you know you have to. You have to make that that um, you have to put up that protective wall, but still be compassionate and still hope for the best because you can't can't give up on people. Am I making sense? Yep. And not everybody is a fit for everything. It's kind of like right. I tell people as an author, you know, not every book, my book might not be right for you. Right. It doesn't that doesn't offend me in any way, shape or form for me, as long as you're reading. I really frankly don't care what you're reading <laughs> um, as long as you're reading because reading is becoming a dying art. And right. so I tell people, it's kind of like radio stations. Not every radio station is for every person. Just mm -hmm. like not every book is for every person or every food is for every person or every, you know, whatever it is, it's not for every person. Every person is Agreed. different. So, Absolutely. Like I said, you've, you've learned a lot of lessons. Let's focus back on the foundation of strength. Mm -hmm. You've taken a lot of those lessons and, and you have created a firm foundation for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you've learned sometimes the hard way, sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, a little bit easier way. 
um, but you've kind of learned to look out for yourself and for your brand. Mm -hmm. um, how are you taking some of those lessons and using them to help others? Well, you know, for, for me, um, you know, I'll give you an example. I mean, I can go backwards, but I'd rather move forwards. Um, you know, my, uh, okay. So now when I, when I had my corporate offices for Hound Comics and Hound Entertainment Group, um, and, and I do not have them anymore. I had a real bad stalker that just would not leave me alone. Um, and we actually had to shut down the offices because we were in a main road in the main area. Are you um, and then, yeah, it was, it was awful. Uh, but that's another whole story altogether. That's a a whole male, a male stalker, mind you. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that being said, um, you know, uh, so I had, um, I had two interns, um, what do you call it? Kim Adragna and, and Steve Zambito. And, um, my, my, you know, for a long time, you know, since I was, I was doing the hound thing, I was touring, I was doing all my other stuff. I still, you know, did the brimstone stuff here and there, um, you know, in terms of wrestling, but very minute at that point, um, you know, kind of retiring or semi-retiring, you never fully retired, um, you know, but, you know, I, I had uh, wanted to, to try to work out um, locally for one of the radio stations because they all knew me. I know, I know all the DJs. I mean, they've interviewed me time and time again. We've done events with each other for umpteenth amount of years. You know what I mean? I am Long Island's brimstone. Everybody knows that. You know what I mean? And um, you know, and and the people that that uh, the powers that be at these these different stations, they know me well. So when I I had this idea, I was like, you know what? I want to do a show. I want to do something. I want to try some radio. I like to talk, you know, obviously, um, what do you call it? I, I think I'm somewhat entertaining. So, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, let's, let's do a show. Let's do something. And, um, you know, I'll make it pop. And uh, what do you call it? Crickets, like nothing. Really? So yeah, believe it. I, you know, I, I don't want to say believe it or not because I believe it, um, you know, but crickets. And um, that being said, uh, you know, I wound up, I wound up, um, what was it? Uh, I, I had a couple of like um, internet radio people that had come by to see me because I put the feelers out and they're like, oh yeah, I'm the best thing since sliced bread and blah, 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 blah. And then when you look into it, you go, okay. And there are some of the bad people that are looking at your numbers and saying, oh, well, I could just feed off of this person. And like, you know, and I don't mind helping with my numbers when I can, but you know, just because I have numbers doesn't mean those numbers are going to you. You know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? It's kind of like taking a business and then screwing the owner and then saying, I own the business now, but you know, you aren't, you know, the business is, you know, works because the owner was the face of that business. Yes. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So anyway, so time went by like it always does. And, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Kim and Steve came in to intern for me. And uh, I said, these two bright young kids and um, they both had a, a history in, in radio. And um, we, you know, one of them, uh, Kim was with, uh, uh, she went to Farmingdale University. So she, you know, helped to build the radio station there. Mm -hmm. um, and what do you call it? The college radio station. And uh, Steve had been, you know, CSB, the uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and, you know, Five Towns College, which is here on Long Island, which is a, you know, music and broadcasting school and so forth. So he, again, they both had a lot of, of, of um, uh, you know, experience, you know? Mm -hmm. So I said, what would you guys think of maybe putting something together and doing a show? What, you know, what do you think? I had already bought the name, the Grindhouse Radio. I already had the idea for it. You know, I had the, the, the dot com and, you know, and they did, they had no idea. 
So we wound up saying, all right, let's sit down. So Steve brought one microphone and we have the laptop and after hours, uh, you know, meanwhile, we're on a main road. See here, as you know, it's for these type of things, it's nice to have a nice quiet studio, but no, we didn't have that there at that time. We live but, on five acres. There's nothing <laughs> right near us. So it's usually beautiful. quiet for recording. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. So we have, uh, you know, we were on a main road here and, um, you know, all you heard, you know, the car, the car is going back and forth on the on the, the main road. And but we, you know, we went in, we sat down for an hour and it was magic. And, you know, some people say, yeah, you know, like it's magic. But let me tell you, sister, I've been around for a long time. And when I know something works and clicks, I know something works and clicks. And um, we wound up doing this and we looked at each other. We go, all right, we got a thing. And um, Ryan House Radio was born officially and uh, nice. it was in 2015. And, and since then, now my two interns are my partners in business. Um, what do you call it? I've taken them, I've built them up into celebrity personalities. I've guided them in their careers. I've helped bring them out. They now sign at you know, all the, the major conventions from San Diego Comic-Con to you know this one to that one, the next one. They're also now in the foodie world. They're doing this, they're doing that. And you know, and, and whenever there's um, something that, that they need uh, assistance with, you know, I'm always there to back them up. You know what I mean? And uh, so you know, it's important it's important to bring people up and to have a good support system around you. Um, because not only, not only am uh, I helping them, but they're helping me. One, they're half my age. So, you know, they keep me young. They're in um, a different demographic than you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, I, I, because I do the kids' books, I do the comic books, I do everything, and voice work, I still hit that demo, you know. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're just, they're, you know, they're different types of personalities. Our personalities mesh well together. Uh, then we wound up going to, um, uh, when, when we closed down the office because of, of the, the super psycho, uh, we wound up going to uh, CSB um, because Steve was still involved with CSB at the time. So they uh, allowed us to use their professional studios there. So we used that, that studio for a while and uh, that's where we met uh, Mr. Greer. So Tom Greer, who is also uh, our fourth partner, he started as an intern for the three of us now now he's a full partner as well nice. and uh you know and he's a very essential part of of, of the uh, the machine here good you know, what what i'm noticing in in your story is there's a central theme you're taking people and you know you're strengthening those around you which in essence strengthens you as well but yes. you know you're impacting just not just your world but their world as well and right. so that is what i appreciate about you and your story the most thank you and so, you know, your entertainment stuff is great. Your foodie stuff is great. But what you're doing for somebody around you, to me, that speaks volumes to your character and your integrity. And I so, appreciate that. Thank you I appreciate for that. that. For those who want to find out more about you online, how do they find you? Um, you can pretty much get everything you need, um, almost everything you need, uh, over at therealbrimstone.com. Uh, you go there, it's my official website. Everything's there from, you know, every single, you know, uh, possible video and whatever interview that I've done is in my scripture section. All the social media is up the top left-hand side. Follow me. I'm very engaging. I love to speak to you guys on social media. So if you join me, you know, hey, 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 Brim, how you doing? I'm, I, I'm glad to respond back. Just please, you know, do it on the post. So this way I can see it. The DMs, I'm not going to see it. So um, yeah, man, that's pretty much everything. Awesome. We have about three minutes left. Is there anything you'd like to add? 
Um, one thing that I feel is very important to put out there is, um, especially in, uh, you know, and this is not political, um, especially in, in today's day and, and time, um, it's very important to give back. If you have an opportunity, um, even if it's, you know, one day a, a month or, you know, an extra $10 that you can do, donate it to a charity, get involved in something, not just any random charity, do something that you're passionate about. Uh, you know, maybe, a, a, you know, somebody you know uh, had cancer or there's a child that you know that is, um, you know, very sick or terminally ill or whatever. Find something that there, there's some passion that you have for it and give back to it because the Lord knows we need more good people helping people out, especially in this pandemic. Um, you know, check out the food pantries, see if there's a way that you can help back a lot of uh, single mothers or single fathers for that matter. Um, you know, they have their, their, their children and they're not being able to make ends meet right now. Some schools are still not all open. They, they you know, expect to, uh, you know, the, the school, you know, the free lunches or the free breakfasts and so forth. Yeah, so some of their kids- Sometimes the only food the kids get. That's right, right. And that's, so it's very important, guys. Look into the local food banks. It doesn't have to be a lot. Listen, $10 can go and buy, you know, 100 packets of ramen. You know what I mean? So do something, do something good. And that, and that's what I'd like to put out there. You know, I, I try to do a lot of charity work and, and give back as much as I, I, as much as I can to the local community and, and the community around the world. So uh, if there's anything that I can say that, that will help impact other people, I really, really uh, wish that people would give back more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm with you. A portion of the books of my novels actually go to different charities. Fantastic. And, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm all for paying it forward and you know helping those who are helping others. Yes. Um, again, thank you for coming on and sharing your heart today, Brim. I really, like I said, I appreciate what you're doing. You're taking you know the lessons that you've learned through the way and you're strengthening not just yourself, but you're strengthening others around you and you are creating a foundation of strength that is a legacy that will go on to next generations. So thank, thank you, you so much. That. I appreciate you having me. It was an absolute fun time with you. I, I thank you so much for having me, CJ. It's thank been an you. honor and a privilege. And for those who want to know more about Brim, you can find him on therealbrimstone.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-B-R-I-M-S-T-O-N-E.com. And thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. I'm CJ Peterson of cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.